Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of the Next Podcast, and I'm your host, Lama. I'd like to thank y'all all for tuning in, as each and every Thursday, I bring you an episode of somebody talking about the ex. And I know we've been going through this whole coronavirus thing this past week. It's still very new. A lot of cases are happening. People being tested. A lot of people are dying. Like, this shit is serious. But, especially in New York, a lot of people have been locked in their house. They're bored. Me, I can't record it in, in Buatai Ramen, even though I ordered some food there and it was still good. Um, I've been bored. Like, I'm tired of TikTok, tired of the challenges. Don't add me in no more challenges. I hope I hope everybody's hearing this, that have been adding me to these bullshit-ass uh, push-up challenges and shot challenges. I'm not doing no more. That's it. Do it. Give me a podcast challenge, and I'll, I'll put some episodes out. But other than that, I'm not doing no more challenges. That's it. Um... I'm very sad because I had five episodes to record last week and everything's shut down left and right and I couldn't do anything. So, show must continue. I had to get on Skype and, and get some of the people that I had listed to do episodes with to do it over Skype. And, and this is the first episode and I'm calling this the quarantine episode. So with that being said, episode 27 features my homegirl Kay Hudgens. And Kay Hudgens is a digital host and a host. You'll see her interviewing celebrities on BET and other events. And she does her own content where she's reviewing movies and TV shows. And she's real, she's real good at it. Like, I'm not going to lie. She knows how to use the internet. We're getting into that in the episode. You'll hear me teasing her about thirst trapping and all that. But, um, yeah, I met her through my friend Charlie. I know you heard that name before. And it was with Lauren Winfrey. Uh, we was at Charlie's birthday and Kay was like, yo, I love the podcast. I want to do my own episode. And I was shocked. So I was like, yeah, we can set that up. We were supposed to do it at Buatai Ramen. But since this whole coronavirus thing is happening and everything got shut down, I called her and asked her if she wanted to do it over Skype. We agreed to do it, got it done. And this episode is a little choppy, but just get the message that's being said. Like Kay has a great, great story. Um... Don't forget to leave feedback on this episode. Let us both know what y'all thought. And please, if you have an iPhone, go to the Apple Podcast app and leave a review and a rating. I will be back next week for another quarantine episode over Skype because I can't do nothing. I'm in a house just locked in. Enjoy this episode, episode 27 featuring Kate Hudgens. I'll see y'all next Thursday. Bye. <laughs> you you can hear me? I hear you. I can't see you. Uh, I'm not doing that. I look oh, crazy okay. right now. This is this quarantine episode, so no barbershops <laughs> or none of that. Yeah, you're not seeing me. <laughs> I look like a I look like a werewolf. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't know why the barbershops are not an essential thing. Like I don't get that, but they let the liquor still like be open. I wish you could see how three literally. No, I'm sorry, four of my nails broke today. Oh, it is over for you. But your hair look nice. I, I seen your oh. little video. You know, thank you. I just did it. You did it yourself? 
Yeah, I do. I always do my own hairstyles. Oh, that look nice. That look nice. But Kay, you mm-hmm. finally on Views of the Next. It's been a it's been a long time coming, and I wanted to yeah. do it in person, but with all this stuff happening, it is what it is. The Rona. The Rona. Yeah, you got a quarantine boo? <laughs> no. Oh, no boo. Could have, but what happened? He didn't want to take that trip. Nah, life is too complicated, and Mm. yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) I get it. That's it. Life is complicated. Yeah, how is this uh, affecting you? Um, I would say like it's. I'm just more than anything. I'm bored, but more like most importantly, I'm learning more about myself, and I'm pushing my I'm pushing myself to the limits as far as like what I can do, like, you know, sometimes we make excuses about time and, you know, what we're able to, to do with our time and how we can, we can't maximize or we, you know, we procrastinate, but I feel like this is like finally the time where I'm like, you know what, you ain't got nothing else to lose. Just go ahead and put out your creative, (laughs) you know, stuff and, and just kind of focus on myself. And it's kind of nice to see everybody in the same situation. No one out here, like, on a different playing field than someone else is like, nope, we're kind of all at the same level. Like everybody sitting at home, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. They're on TikTok going crazy. I'm tired of the Savage Challenge. I'm, I'm tired of all of the elbows left and I, right. I, I, I want to see that. But I'm also very, I think more, Um, I think I'm tired of the TikTok as a whole. I, I don't mean tired of TikTok <laughs> as I need TikTok to take a break. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's on overload because nobody else has nothing else to do but i feel like if we have so much of the same thing then i don't really know if it's entertaining anymore it's nice when it's like one or two yeah but seven challenges drinking challenges fitness challenges i'm tired of it don't have me drink no more don't have me do anything i'm tired but yeah yeah, i was going through it because i've i recorded two episodes before this and i needed to release something and i was like yo the one girl was like, oh, I got back with my ex. Don't put the episode out. So I missed the week. Then I interviewed another girl, and her story was trash as hell. I, I hope she hear this because her story was trash. But because oh, <laughs> I, I normally ask people, if you're going to tell your ex story, I, I want you to tell the one that was like most impactful because the listeners want to know like how you learn from it and all that stuff. This girl told a story where it was like they was Netflix and chilling, and then they broke up. And I'm like, nobody want to hear that? There's that's, no death for that. Yeah, yeah it's easy to heal from that. Basic, so. It had the nerve to ask me to change some things. I'm like, what you want to change? There was nothing to learn from that. But you live and you learn with this podcast. And now I got to get like contract agreements or, or, or just a waiver. Because if you record the podcast, I'm putting it out. I need you to sign something. But yeah, it's okay. You want to do this podcast. You agreed to do yeah. it. All right. We need yeah. that because I can't get you to sign anything right now. But <laughs> that shit is crazy. Now, we spoke yesterday about who you was going to speak about, right? Yes. You chose. Are you nervous? I No, I'm not. I'm not nervous. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm more so like, you know, I've, I've gotten to a point with myself where I'm healed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I'm just going with it. All right. All right. Good, good, good. So, I like to tell all my guests that all exes are anonymous, and either you have me choose a name or you choose a name. Now, the name you chose, you gave my whole first and last name with a LOL in parentheses. What was that? What was I, What did I say his name 
was again? Because I'm dang sure it was his real name. <laughs> um, it was I think Cameron Scott. LOL. Yes, you know I think I chose Cameron from Love Is Blind, that new show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We gotta go with Cameron. Uh, I think for me, um, Cameron just yeah, this sound but he he because he's this guy is also you know in the public eye. Mm. For me, it's like no, no way, and we know a lot of the same people, so definitely not gonna be exposing names. <laughs> <laughs> But the no story way. will be familiar to him if he if he hears it. I mean, you know, <laughs> It'll be like that. All right, so yeah. Kate, tell me a little bit about yourself, who you are, as a, and and stuff like that. So I, who am I? <laughs> Twenty eight, um, born and raised in Syracuse, New York, mm-hmm. and I'm freelance entertainment journalist and entrepreneur i've been doing my own thing for a while on the creative side mm-hmm. blogger social media um kind of fell into uh entertainment journalism and hosting within the last three years but in a mm-hmm. great way yeah, it was pe- more like, people know who you are yeah it was like a purpose fall it wasn't like a oh i'm just doing something random it was like oh i fell into my purpose finally and i finally feel like i understand my voice mm-hmm um, so yeah, you know, I'm 28, living my New York City life, hopefully looking to, to do the West Coast thing soon, but we'll see. You we'll want to move to the West Coast? I am. And don't tell me it's for Brent. <laughs> I said, dang on my, no way, Jose. Oh my God. That's a whole nother story. Brent, I Brent, but I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, see, that's the thing about me. Unless I'm married, I'm never moving nowhere for no, no man. Like, that's just not who I am as a person. Gotcha, so it's, gotcha. And when I, when I mean Brent, for the listeners, I mean Brent Fayaz. Whatever, how you say his last name, the singer. She's in love with this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know I love him. Yeah. But um, shoot, when I seen him, I didn't even see him out there. I seen him in uh, his hometown, Baltimore. So. Oh, wow. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, so I, um, no, it's just change up a pace as far as, like, career. Like, New York is great, but I also feel like um, – I'm at a place in my life where I know exactly what I want as far as the entertainment industry goes. And there's more of it in LA than New York. Gotcha, um, gotcha. That's just my opinion. Somebody could, you know, debate me on that and say no, but for what I'm exactly, I'm not into the urban world or the sports or politics as much. I'm more into like red carpet, mm-hmm. you know, what press junkets, Hollywood scene, you know, so that's, that's understandable. I- yeah, yeah. Yeah. I understand that. All right. So let's get into the story now. So, you and Cameron has been off and on, you could say, like two and a half years? Oh, well, okay, so... Or just under two and a half years? He, uh, I don't know. We'll get it together eventually. <laughs> um, I first seen Cameron when he was in undergrad in college. He's in a fraternity. And I seen him in sta- on stage at... Uh, a step show and I don't know I just thought he was the cutest thing ever on that stage so um, Cap- I was I would assume Kappa no no way and I'm, not saying, I'm not naming nobody fraternity uh, because you look like you like Q's though it, oh, it was a Q <laughs> <laughs> you just have that look to you like you like Q's like you want to be roughed up or something <laughs> before but when I have talked to guys I've talked to I've talked to somebody from pretty much all the press. Not like dated, but I've talked to somebody from all the press at some point. All right. What's, um, the, what's the worst? Really what's the worst frat? Huh? What's the worst guy you spoke to? What, what frat was the worst? The Q Dog. Oh my! All right. 
No, Q Dog and Kappa, they easily like they 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 fighting for that top spot of the worst at this point. Gotcha. Um but yeah, so I see him on stage. Shawty was fine as hell. That was back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, following him, see his career has taken off. He's an entertainment like journalist and host himself. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Never thought nothing of it. Um, then like a friend of mine in 2000 and I would say 2016, I noticed that this person lived in New York City. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my, like, uh, cute self. I think, like, <laughs> I was talking to, um, oh, oh, this is what I meant to say. Like, one of my, by the end of that year, 2016, one of my friends was like, yo, um, such and such be liking your pictures, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Wait, Ciao. so you made the initial follow or he, he followed you? I had been following him for years. Got you. Um, from from <laughs> seeing him on stage. Yeah, just because I How was did like, you find him? How, like, how did you find him? No, I really don't even remember. Tell me you was on some creep shit like, oh, you in this school? Let me yeah, search I, you down. <laughs> I don't think I followed him at the time that happened. I think it was like, oh, I came across this page further in life. Like, mm, oh, like all right, all right. maybe like some months or a year. I don't remember how long after, but I just remember I was following him. Gotcha. So then um, late, late, late 2016, and actually, early 2000, oh, he started following me in like November of 2016. I remember specifically, I was like, okay. <laughs> and he, earlier in that year, in the next year, 2017, around like January, a friend of mine was like, yo, he be liking your stuff. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, like, you know, whatever. And so she's like, um, you she should kind of put the battery in my back. She's like, you should DM him, you should shoot your shot. And I was like, oh, no, I don't do that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't shoot my shot at men. Like, I don't. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And I don't know how, but I let her talk me into it. And I slid in his DMs and I was just like, hey, do you live here in New York? And he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't, uh, I was like, if you're not doing anything tonight, we should go get some drink or get a drink at the bar. And he was just mm. like, yeah, he was like, oh, I would love to, but right now I'm seeing someone. So unfortunately, I can't do that. And I was like, oh, I like, listen, I was happy about it. I was like, he's a respectable man. Mm-hmm. So I thought. Um, and I was like, you know, shoot, he, um, that's a, you know, that's a nice little answer. That's, I like the honesty. Mm-hmm. I, I really like it a lot. And so anyways, we, um, so yeah, we didn't say, no, we didn't speak. So then about, I want to say uh, the next month, February, 2017, yeah, February, 2017, he slid into my DMs one night and was just kind of flirting a little bit. And then, um, he was just like, oh, why you didn't invite me over? It was like mm-hmm. a video. I, like, what? Like I was like, then don't you got a whole boo? He was like, oh yeah, that's over. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, wow. So um, then, like, I gave him. We exchanged information at night on on uh, via Instagram, mm-hmm. and um, then uh, noticed that. Well, then he, I noticed that he didn't text me. I was like, all right, cool. He just he ain't about that life. All right, cool, no problem. <laughs> so I about a week later I get a text from him like yo I had, I was already going to this party he was going to be um hosting mm-hmm. a friend uh with a friend was two of my friends actually the same friend who told me put, told me to, to slide in his DM I was already going and so I got a DM from him coincidentally like an hour before going it was like hey if you're not doing it tonight you should show up at blah 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 blah, blah. and I was like oh ironically I'm going to be there and so there's that mm. so then uh uh, I play it cool, you know, geeked out a little bit, but I play it cool. <laughs> friend, 
and I see him come in, but I ain't approach him for like a good hour. I just let it rock. Mm-hmm. Cause this is a club. Like, nah. What, was so, you nervous when you seen him? It wasn't even about nervous. I didn't want eager. Like I didn't want eager. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, you, I, didn't want, you didn't want to look like that girl. Head. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm already the person who shot my shot first. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. And so for me, he's always kind of had some kind of like notoriety, I guess, in some sense, since I've known him from like being that dude on campus or to like working for, you know, a high profile celebrity right afterwards and all this other stuff and brand. So I just always had it in the back of my mind, like, mm, and he likes it. I was like, nah, ain't about to give him all that. <laughs> so when I got there anyway, long story short, we ended up finally, he noticed like, I, like I actually made him know that I was there because I like mm-hmm. walked by where he sat. Then he like turned around like, oh, what's up? Da, da, da. So I was talking. He came talking to me all night. One thing led to another. By the end of the night, like he was like asking me to come stay with him. And I was like, nah, dub. I oh. shouldn't do right then. That was like one of the first red flags. He was like trying to, He's trying to be. get me to <laughs> have sex with him the first night we even met. So, um, and I didn't obviously, but I just, I should have kind of looked at that at, at, from that point on like as his character um i mean we definitely made out that night but it wasn't like i was like oh yeah let me get back to your house like nah i'm not that type of person mm-hmm. and so and um we uh you know we exchanged information we text a little bit here and there we went out we went out uh maybe we went to brunch we went to brunch a couple weeks later mm-hmm. then after brunch we still didn't hook up because I mean, he tried it again and I was like, nah. Um, and then went to, um, I went, I went home (laughs) and then had a text one day, like, Oh, we should come over. We should chill. And then we ended up chilling for the first time at his place. And you know, one day less than another, whatever. But, and then we started seeing each other on and off for like some time. There would be and weird periods where we would not be talking and so it's always kind of be it's from the very beginning i would say it was always a situationship um and i think at the time i was just so happy to have been in the situation that i don't really think i had valued myself enough to be like this is mm. not good yeah, um, yeah. so he was he, young and and just yeah, like, like eager. the world yeah yeah yeah, and like the thing is, when you see somebody like you, I kind of had felt in the beginning for sure. I definitely felt like I didn't know if it was like, like a coincidence that we had met and like all. Because yeah, I think I seen him three years prior on stage. Right, like, right. He, you know, so for me, I was like, oh shit, is it, is it supposed to be like that? Like, oh my gosh, I'm in my head a lot. And then you know, we had actually stopped talking for like a couple months over something a little small, whatever. And then. I was out of I was out the country in Mexico and he reached out and was like, Oh, I hope you have so much fun. Like, oh, do you miss me? Oh, this and I was like, ew. Like now, I wait, said ill, but now Kay, was you the type how you you know how you take your trips now, you got your little lingerie, you was thirst trapping, like you thirst trapped now. Was you doing that same thing back then? No, I wouldn't say I was thirst trapping for him. Maybe he you know, I'm sure he found what I had on attractive. I was in Vegas. <laughs> All right. So that made him want to like, get- Oh, let me get th- let me get back to this. Yeah, when you in bathing suits, you in bathing suits. Like it is what it is. Okay, come on. When you in bathing suits, you in bathing suits. We know when I, the, when I the have, listeners hear this, look at her page. You annoying. First of all, <laughs> yes, I know I have a voluminous body and I am a slimmer, thicker woman. But I am not also the type of person who, for me personally, mm-hmm. I'm not an only trans girl. I'm not into all that no, stuff. No, but no, I'm not never saying said, this. Never thought you was that. Huh? But you know how to grab attention when you want to. 
Yeah, like I, I'm a very confident woman, so I know what I have and I know I know what I, I can do with it. That's gotcha, that's just gotcha. the bottom line. But so, I'm not the person who's like, ooh, like let me <laughs> let me. It's like for me, also one thing about me is really for sure is like nine times out of ten, if I'm posting something that's like like I'm I'm firing, I literally be wanting just the guy I talk to or I like to say something. Every other every other dude, I don't want them to even breathe my ear. Like for but real, they seeing it. Like, Everybody's seeing it though. That, but they i don't I'm, I'm such a like tunnel vision kind of per- person like i'm i always like who i like i'm not All really right. into liking multiple people it's just oh, a weird thing for me i'm not into it that's good to know all right all right because i yeah, have a question so, later on all right yeah so we we are like we were talking or whatever he just was a he was he was just a, a manipulative per- manipulative person from the beginning so mm. he soon as he you know he swindled his way back in we started dealing with each other again mind you he wasn't really big on taking me on dates he wasn't big on you know public affection anything all the things that i i really wanted but again at the time i feel like i was still trying to find myself a lot and i was just again t- accepting whatever was given to me mm. not versus really telling him like this is what i want with i need not that he was gonna change it anyways because he didn't care now are you, so, are you the only child no do you have no, friends I that you of, talk to about like like about your relationships with everybody hated him everybody, everybody hated him Every- and you didn't and you didn't look at that as a sign like all right why y'all hate him and what's the reason no, why hate him? i know why they hated him um no, it's not even. No, no, no. I know why. I know. I, I couldn't see them at times. I just was very vulnerable and weak in oh, the situation. Oh, I'm not gonna oh, about it. Yeah, I can own. I was at and um and gullible too. And um and then we even stopped talking again because I was like feeling like I told him one night. I just called. And I was like, look, you be doing this that. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable. Blah blah blah. And we just stopped talking. We stopped talking from like July to like mm. October. And then we start talking again in October. We started dealing. He was a very jealous person. I remember one time I was out at a party and it was a Halloween party and I was I was dancing and I didn't at the end of the party it was a weird thing. The party was like hosted by Mouse Jones. You know Mouse? Yeah, I know yes, yeah. So the party hosted by Mouse. I'm living at the time I was living in the Bronx, so I travel all the Brooklyn's party and I don't really mm-hmm. know too many people like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm at this party and and they had the men give the women lap dances. Now, I didn't know <laughs> that was happening. I walked back into the party and someone grabbed me a mummy, a guy just like a mummy. And he started giving me a lap dance. Well, one thing led to another within probably six minutes of that dance. It was on Mouse. Apparently, I didn't know at the time, but it was on Mouse's Instagram story. What? And the I same got- day? Oh, his story, his story. So he was there filming. All right, all right, all right. I did that night, like the night of the party, like right after, because he was hosting this, so he was gassing the mummy up. Yeah. So within moments of that dance, I got a text from from this person saying, from Cameron saying, "Oh, is that is that what we do now? We dance with uh, we dancing with mummies." And basically, <laughs> this person doesn't want doesn't want to be my boyfriend. This person talks to probably several women, especially influencers. He's all he's big about clout, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. so he. He's always I always was like super annoyed that I would see him like flirting or like going out and really hanging out with other women that had bigger followings than me. You know, mess with my my uh, my self esteem. Ego. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so when he did that, I would never understand how he had the the audacity to be jealous at anything that I did, because it just didn't make sense to me that you could be jealous and Mm -hmm. with somebody at the same time. Yeah. 
Um, and then, you know, it went on for a while. We were still talking again, still being manipulated every chance that I got. I don't know why. And then, yeah, this went on from 2017, 2018. We still dealt with each other. Well, this is recent. Uh, All right. Oh, yeah. This was the 2018. We're still dealing with each other. Uh, we stopped dealing with each other because we got into a, ma- a massive fight in July of 2018. Wait, wait, wait. Hold both- on. Before you get into that, describe y'all chemistry. Like, what are some things you liked about him? Before, so, like you said he was annoying. You said all this other stuff. You liked his looks. Both- but what are other things that you liked about him? I think we so we're both cancers. Mm, y'all petty. Oh, if you listen to my podcast, you know I have a thing. Why you cool though? <laughs> I don't. Look, don't do I have a thing with cancers. Well, I think for me, what made me interested in him was I think that I was just impressed by his ambition in life, and I mm-hmm. think I, it, I mean I'm not definitely not gonna lie. I mean I think at the time, I, again, it was just it was like that. He was established and he had his shit together that would be not so much like it could put me on, but more so like it impressed me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, like, oh, OK, like that's somebody I want, you know, I want by my side. Like, that's a good look. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's understandable. Yeah. So it was more like it was like a good look than he act- it was that I actually was. I think I think I was I think also I just um I had more of a infatuation than I ever did real feel. I think I thought they were real, but like, I think it was a heavy infatuation with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And stopped dealing with each other because we got into a massive fight in July of 2018, right? It was like at the end of the month, he had just moved to Harlem and I had, he was like, can you come over and help fix my closet up? And I was like, all right. But I also was like, well, I'm hungry. I had been working on a shoot all day. Can you like grab me food? And then I'll, I'll, you know, when I, then I'll, it'll be there when I get there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, um, can't you just pick something up before you get here? And I was mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> like, what? I was like, are you are, excuse me. Like he you want, want me to, to help come- him. Yeah. You want me to come out my house, my my, not my house, my, my way to come to your house to help you reorganize your new room, and you don't want me. You ain't you can't pick me. He had every excuse in the world, and it didn't matter. Oh, there's no play. There's nothing. Here. Like you live in Central Harlem, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's that's as land of food. Like if you really wanted it, you would have got it. And I just felt like that was my final breaking point. And it wasn't even about the food. It was just about like how he just didn't had the respect for me and he didn't have the consideration for me. And uh, we had got to a big fight that night, a big, 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 big fight. And Yo, he was, was very, yes, I ended up going to his house and we had a, I mean, I cried in front of him. I Wait, was, hold on. So you got your own food. Okay. And went to his house. No, we ain't, I didn't, I didn't even end up eating no food. That's oh the thing. I ain't gosh. Even, All right. So, um, ended up going to his house, just fighting with him, whatever. Then we went to, Oh, then we, by the end of the night, we just was done. Like we, like at that point we were done with each other. Um, mm-hmm. we, it was over. Then that was July. It was into July. I would say the top of November, he reached, oh, he reached out in October and was just like, oh, just checking in on you. So I was like, what do you think it is about you that he liked the most? Cause for him to keep reaching out and manipulating you and all this stuff, what is it? Just the sex you think, or. Is it because he's bored? Like, what do you think it is? I think I think it's a combo of like the genuine. Like, I'm a good woman. I yeah. know I'm a dope woman. Yeah, uh, I'm a good woman, and I think I'm a, I'm good to have around fun. Yeah. I'm cool. I can chat with you a lot. I mean, yeah, maybe for him it was a lot about the sex or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was a, you know it's accessible to him. 
But for me, I think there was also just a genuine like, wow, you know, at the end of the day, because there's also people, you know, when you come up across people, you can get, let's just be honest, you can get sex anywhere these yeah, days. Yeah. For, well, for I, a woman, yeah. For a man, it, it ain't that easy. Well, I, I think <laughs> that when it comes to having a person that you not only can have good relations with, intimacy with, but you can also just be, it's fun. Like, you can have good conversations, you can talk, right. I can hang out, you guys can watch whatever, chill, whatever. Think that's kind of how it was for us it was nice but it was always everything was just in the house like it was just weird that's a red flag right there you never yeah, asked I mean, them like why you never take me out oh went out a, why right, we did go but it was not enough it was just not enough we went out to dinner sometimes we did do certain things but it wasn't like it wasn't a lot hmm. um then uh we ended up going oh so then october he reached out we had a little conversation um I think then November I got him. I tried to oh I tried to talk to him. I mm-hmm. reached out to him. Reached out to me, and I was just like, "Oh, you, would you want to meet up to talk?" Because I also think I was just looking for closure. Mm-hmm. Um, I still had that like my heart open to him, even mm-hmm. though we weren't dealing with each other, and I wanted to be able to move on. And um, then we ended up going to no, we ended up not speaking. He tried to dodge me basically, <laughs> and he went out to too and then well, he went out the country you said yeah he ended up going out the country but before going out the country he just wasn't trying to see me and i was like that's weird why reach out to somebody if you also not i think for him it was just like let me see if i have access to her still a guy that do was that. It. yeah guys do that shady as fuck oh, she, yeah she's I'm still there <laughs> that's it. my brother told me i got an older brother who's 32 and he tells me all of this stuff my brother yeah. be like yeah i'd be calling a girl just see if I got him still. Not gonna lie. Right. right. So, so I they still pick up. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not stupid. Now, Kay, how many relationships you had prior to this? Two. I've um, only in, in life. I've only been in two relationships that are I can say were actually like yes, you are my boyfriend. I am your girlfriend. Now this is wasn't the case. No. Now was you treated like a queen in those previous relationships? One, yes. My first ever one, yes. My first love. I, that's probably to this day still my greatest love. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one, no. It was actually, I was actually in an abusive relationship. So it was a lot for me. Um, but a lot, of my, a lot of my, a lot of the hurt or things I've experienced in relationships also derive from where, you know, the lack of affection I've always received from my father. Like, my dad is not a, such a re, uh, an affectionate person. I got you. I was going to um, get there. All right. Go ahead. You know, I, I mean, I'm honest about it now. I'm like, you know, like, I realize I grew up with my dad, not my mom. So my dad raised me from since I was eight years old. So mm-hmm. living in a house with that and then not also not him not telling you I love you on a regular or like mm-hmm. just to you that you're beautiful. Or that, he's just not like that. He's a very like. A Joe Jackson type, just like yeah, real stern. Not, he's not, yeah, stern, but he's also a, a, like a best friend, like a homie. My dad is more like a homie than he is a father figure. I think he had to grow up. I think he had to, he had a lot of kids early in life, and he didn't know what to do with it. Like he didn't know how yeah. to be a dad, dad. So he just all to this day, my dad's still like a homie. Like to this day. Do you call him dad, um, or you call him by his name? Call my dad, dad. That's my dad. All right. Um, <laughs> I like. But I wouldn't say he's like that daddy daughter. Like, oh, 
you know, taking your daddy daughter dances, kind of taking me on a little, you know, some dads take their daughters on dates to show them like, you know, how a man should treat you or right, right, right. You know, I grew up in a home, you know, where I did see a lot and I was exposed to a lot. I'm not going to put that all out there, but yeah, I was yeah. exposed to very early on that kind of shifted my narrative, I think, on how I thought things were and should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, being in these back to back like situationships or whatever, I'm still learning how to kind of like undo some of the stuff that I thought was OK growing up. And um, mm. and so, yeah, it's always it's, it's a big thing now to be like finding myself and be in a great space and and to be in a space where it's like, OK, this is what I want and this is how I'm going to get it. Um, yeah. And even. Like, you know, somebody I was just talking to very recently. Uh-huh. Wow. New York cops is coming down like how, how, how many blocks. Like ain't nobody out. Nothing. We stuck in our houses. No. Why do you have the um, sirens on? <laughs> What's happening? Extra. So uh, we. Um, to this day, I'm still working. I'm still a work in progress. You know, uh-huh. I, I'm getting closer to where I want to be as a woman, but it's definitely a work in progress. And it's definitely um, something that's, you know, work that's a, that's allowed me to see things now in a different light than I once did. Like the stuff that he was doing to me, then would never, I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm nowhere near playing them games no more. Mm-hmm. And so, um, oh, so then let me tell you the final big thing with us. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, he did all that stuff. Then in November, weirdly enough, like the first week in November, funny enough is. Wait, yeah, he, did y'all celebrate Halloween this year? Did we? Yeah. Did y'all go to a party? You ain't get like a, a lap dance from a mummy this time, right? No. <laughs> All right. I'm being stupid. I'm being stupid. All right. <laughs> on Halloween. I don't even think I was like, nah, I ain't pressed about none of that no more. I'm grown. So, right. um, yeah, we. I, he invited me to his housewarming um, that day um, in, in the first week of November. And he was like, yeah, pull up, whatever, whatever. I was like, all right. I don't know why. I, was, I don't even know why I went. I should have just not gone. Um, I went, didn't really know nobody there. So I was like, all right, this is a little strange. He wasn't there when I got there. It was his roommate there. All right. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's weird. So I, he texted me like, are you there yet? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm going to be there soon. You could just, you know, sit and mingle if you want. I'm like, okay. But I just thought it was weird that a person who I have not been with in a long time in any shape, form, that we he would invite me to a housewarming. And wait, so for me, I'm thinking like, okay, maybe he's trying to work shit out. Okay, cool. Let's work it out. All right. All right. <laughs> my head that's how i'm thinking mm-hmm. and so he he pulls up and we talking and he gives me a hug and you know he's friendly mm-hmm. but i didn't i don't know i was just confused so i was just like well, okay whatever so we downstairs and um uh, this girl she comes over and she talks to me um <laughs> a, a, it's a random girl she comes talk to me and i'm like Hey, what's up? She's like, hey, you know, she's like, hey, what's up? I was like, hey. She was like, oh, it's like, you know, um, I'm such and such. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, uh, let's just say her name is Jill. She's like, I'm mm-hmm. Jill. I was like, hey, hi, how are you? She was like, oh, like, you know, who do you know here? And I was like, I know, I know what, uh, I know uh And she was like, oh, okay, yeah. She's like, oh, I, you know, I work with Cameron. And I was like, oh, great. So at this point, oh, my bad. Cameron has now went on to a more well-known big job. Yeah. You wrote it in the questionnaire. I'm not going to say, cause I've probably like limited down who this person is, but I'm yeah. Working for a big thing in television. Yeah. Yeah. And she worked. I was like, okay, Hey, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Her and I talking, we're talking, we're talking. 
And I don't know, we're just, she's like, oh, you know, I'm in that world too. Yeah, we could definitely connect it lot. So then at one point, Cameron sees us talking and he goes, now, he go. he knows I've always wanted to be a part of a certain sorority. And this All girl right. has to be in that sorority. Mm-hmm. And um, I, he says, uh, oh, so y'all met. He's like, um, well, she always wanted to be a part of da da da. Um, so I was like, wait, whoa, why would you do that? Like, mm. I just felt like I don't know if it was out of nervousness that he did it, but it, it made me extremely uncomfortable that he put me on blast like that. And it was like, un- it was like, it was just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then Are you not like, supposed okay, to talk about that type of stuff? Uh, yeah, no, you're not supposed to. All right, and he knows that. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not. Um, not unless you're you're in that stage where you're ready to do, and it was like a commitment type of thing. Gotcha. And yeah. so I was like, oh, okay, like what? Why he do that? So then we, me, her, and I went to the couch in the living room to talk, and he sits on the other side of it, mm-hmm. and her and I are talking, and she, um, we talking about now we're talking about God, our relationship with God. I'm talking about the church I go to. She's talking about the church she go to, and you know, one of the things I was like, I said it out of like once. One thing about me is like when I'm kind of nervous, I joke. Or mm-hmm. when I, or maybe passive aggressive when I'm nervous or something that makes me unhappy. Sometimes I joke about it. Gotcha. And so I go, yeah, you know, I, you know, now that I'm like, you know, my faith is, you know, strength, like stronger. And I'm trying to learn more about my relationship with God. It's allowed me to, um, see, you know, see things for what they really are and people. And I looked at him when I said it, I said, and move on from certain things and people like, you know, how you <laughs> yeah, you was petty. Yeah. She, yeah, so she looks at me and she gives me this blank look and she goes, hmm, hold on. And then she walked away. She went into the kitchen to some of her line sisters and she then like just dipped. Like it wasn't even a real, it wasn't a lot. It was, I was confused. I was so she lost. put two and two together when you said that. So then him and I, and I ended up staying at this house. I'm just going to leave it at that. I ended up. We had a little argument, but I didn't up staying at his nice house. And the next day, I kind of had already knew, like, that was the end of us because... Did y'all, like, have closure, I, like, closure sex and all that? Oh, my God. I mean, Maybe. that makes that... that. Well, I would know. It was not. It was, like, <laughs> not... It was, like, let's just, like... It was, like, we ain't been here in a minute. Let's see what's popping. So, it wasn't and the then, closure one. All right. And then it was kind of on some energy. Like, I felt like he also just was like, okay, I got what I wanted now. And I was like, mm-mm. And so the next day I ended up dipping out of his house and I just didn't, like, I, I, I personally knew that was the end for me. Um, you know, so then I got a text from him. That was on Saturday. That was Friday night till Saturday morning when I left. Mm-hmm. Let's say Monday morning. Yep, Monday morning. I got a text. I got a te- long text from him, like a very long essay, like a woman kind of text. Basically, <laughs> Telling me like, oh, thank you for coming to my house or whatever. But I told you in the past about, you know, saying stuff about our private business to other people. I was like, what? Like, what are you talking? I was so confused. I didn't know what he was talking about. Basically accused me of like full on telling someone he knows about our relationship and this and that. And I was like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And I need you to stop talking to me like that. <laughs> Period. Yeah. And he was like, uh, my coworker said, and I was like, mm-hmm. Okay you know what? This is very interesting. Your coworker, and I'm reading this with my, my roommate. So my roommates are already like, nah, coworker ain't just his coworker. That's what that is. Right. And so, uh, that day me and him had a blowout, blocked each other. It was like, we not speaking to each other ever again. Mm-hmm. 
Then um, we went to, um, oh, then we just blew up. Bottom, oh, this is about a month later. I'm in line at BT for an audition for like their show, mm-hmm. The Breaks. They, I'm in line, I'm talking to this girl. No, I'm talking to this young girl. She like, oh, we should connect and we should stay, we should stay cool or whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, no problem. Pass her my phone. Now, you know how Instagram used to do where if you had a lot of interaction with somebody that or... at the top of the list or whatever, yeah. He always, no matter what, stayed at the top of my list. Yeah, yeah. No matter... Even if I didn't see his page in a while, he always was still there. Yeah, yeah. I know how that works, yeah. And I, so I think at the time we weren't blocked. We might have just unfollowed each other. That was what it was. Mm-hmm. And so then she seen his name in this young girl. And I was like, oh, uh, she was like, oh, I know him. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was him. And she was just like, um, basically telling me like, oh, a friend of mine used to deal with him. And I was like, oh, okay. Who your friend? <laughs> mm. And I, I there she could tell like, mm, she was hesitant to tell me, but she ended up just telling me everything and telling me basically that a friend of hers earlier in the year was sleeping with him and that she was confused. Basically everything that I was feeling, she was feeling. And wow. so I was like, well, who was your friend? And she was like, Oh, I don't know if I should show you that. Like, and I was like, just show me your friend. <laughs> right. And so she, the page, guess who the girl was? The reporter chick, right? The coworker. She wasn't, there, but the coworker. Yeah, yes. The coworker. Yeah. I, when I tell you, my God, I ain't never send out a more urgent and irritated text in my life. I sent him the craziest text basically wilding on him and just kind of being like you had me feeling like crap for like a month talk when you were saying all that stuff to me and come to find out you you for me my all my girlfriends know i've tolerated a lot of women and i probably shouldn't but my number one thing that i don't tolerate is somebody making me look stupid that's like my number one rule is do not make me look stupid anybody who can put me in a position and and knowingly make me look crazy Mm -hmm. i can't that was my deal breaker and it's funny that it took that for me to not want to speak to him ever again wow and so yeah like i feel like why would you have me at a housewarming and a couch sitting down talking to another girl you was messing with at the same time as me that's this that's like od disrespectful right, i don't care right, what nobody right. it's inexcusable it's disgusting so then i blocked him but i sent him the text and then i blocked him before he could respond then i um he tried tried to write me on instagram i didn't want to talk to him then either mm-hmm. um Blocked him off everything. He couldn't even speak to me. <laughs> I know that feeling. He ain't call you. He ain't call you blocked. Wait, it wasn't until months later. Um, maybe like now we in now we in 2019. That happened in December 2018. That when I found out. Mm-hmm. So but I'm thinking for 2019. He reached out. He he had called me. It was a block number. It was a number one of them fake numbers. Like another, you know, like um text free. Text free. Yeah. 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 And basically trying to talk to me, and he like he like what's what's up? Uh, I'm like what? And we ended up getting into a big screaming match and an argument. And I was like, yo, you ain't nothing but community dick, like, mm. um, and you for everybody. And I was like trashing him. And I was like, everybody know it, people know it, and I just need you to know that. And he, but then he wasn't even mad at what I was saying. He was like, who said that about me? Who 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 said? He was so concerned about like who was saying it it was ridiculous i hung up on him he called me back he's like can you please tell me who these people talking about me and i was like what mm-hmm. no like what are you talking about i dropped it he called me again a, i want to say like a month or so later we got into another fight yo why you keep picking up his calls i didn't know it was a different <laughs> number got you got you got Remember? you 
So then uh, we had gotten to a place where it was like, whatever. Like, I'm just like, move on, move on, move on with your life. So then, um, and, um, oh, then I went to Morocco. I went to Spain and Morocco last year. Mm-hmm. And he still be watching my page often. Like, so, even to this amidst- day? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, see all, he see all the thirst traps. All right. Oh, he see everything. <laughs> Um, I actually called him out on watching my page like uh, about a month ago. I called him out on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I DM'd him. I screenshot and was like, oh, I see you still checking. Checking in. I was like, how are you? <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, so I was, just, I was in Morocco. Morocco's like high on his list, like bucket list places to travel to. And he, he sent me, um, he sent me, uh, uh, oh, he had, I think he texted me. Did he text me? Because I don't know if he was unblocked at the time. I don't remember. I, some of it, it's like a little foggy to me, but this was last year. And uh, he reached out and he was just like, um, oh, like, I'm so happy to see you out there. Like, basically, like, trying to be friendly with me. But then he kept texting me. He texted me that day. You know, we were just trying to get out. I, I was at peace. Because mm-hmm. at this time, somebody in my life that I liked, even though me and him were kind of weird, but I, I liked someone else at this point. So gotcha. I didn't really have much energy to give him no more. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, kind of felt I you know I felt that when we, he hit me up in Morocco I noticed like he was being super friendly but he also was trying to make sure we was cool like there was no you know animosity between I'm like yeah whatever I don't care no more like cool live your life mm-hmm. so it was May and then he reached out to me again the next day in Morocco like he just he I don't know he seemed he was doing too much way too much yeah so then um June July uh I would say then, you know, we've been done for a while. Um, I, end, I ended up moving into Har- I moved to Harlem last September. Mm-hmm. And last summer, I ran into him at least six times. Now, though, I ain't never seen this man that much ever. But I ran into him six times in the summer. And I just kept running to him. And he would be like, he would come over to me and be like, oh, I guess it's fate. Like, oh, I guess it's like, we, you know, he would just say flirty stuff to me. And I was like, mm, no. Mm-hmm. And so he always kind of kept. Like, and I was like, and I felt like it was manipulative because it's like, you don't want to be with me yet. You're still trying to like, and at the time, again, I have someone new in my life that I really like. So I don't necessarily care that he's like doing all of this, but it's still not going to lie and say it doesn't affect me in some way. Mm-hmm. So in August, we've seen each other quite a few times. And then September, we ran into each other and I seen him on a train at this point. I was coming off the, I was coming out the, um, from the gym and I was going to Trader Joe's real quick. And um, I see him. He, he kind of looks over at me. He was like, I told you it was fate. And I was like, what? And I looked over and I see him. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And he comes over. And at this point, he, like, grabs my waist. Mm. Okay. And then, like, he's talking to me. And he's like, oh, you looking good. Da, 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 da. I'm like, what? And uh, he ended up kissing my neck when he was telling me bye. And I was like, whoa. Mm. So I, I was like, that's wild. Like, nah. So, and I was resistant to the whole thing. I really wasn't, I'm not, I wasn't into it. Um, I ended up running into him again about a week later <laughs> on 34th Street this nah, time. I was, it's, it's really faith this time. <laughs> weird. I run into him again coming out of church with my, um, with my, uh, with one of my, my really close, the closest friends. And she was like, um, we were, you know, he knew her too. So he ended up talking to us or whatever. He tells, he blurts out, oh, I said something about, oh yeah, you know, you miss me or whatever. Cause I was just joking. Um, mm. and he, blurted out, oh no, I got a girlfriend. Mm. I said, you said that? Wow. 
the same man who said swore up and down, oh, I, I wouldn't want a girlfriend in the next five years of my life. I need to focus on blah, 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 blah. And I don't know where you say you have a girlfriend. He's like, oh, it's somebody I've already known for a while, blah, blah. I was like, it, I'm not going to lie, it hurt me because I felt like all that time I spent talking to your ass and you wouldn't give me a relationship, but then you pop up with a girlfriend now. That's wild. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 yeah. I it's that. not I wanted to be with him because I don't at all, but it was one of those things where it's like, you kind of get pissed. You know what I'm saying? And like, then, uh, like, what was it? What was it about this girl that made you want right. to wife her and not me? Like, like some shit like that. Right. And so he, I, I said, well, that's funny considering you was kissing on my neck a week ago. But mm. okay. Mm. Was, you see, that's that cancer shit. See, he was like, you know what? You right. I shouldn't have been doing that. You shouldn't have. And so, um, yeah, we. And then from that point on, there's not been much interaction. I would say the most is him still watching my stories as much as possible. <laughs> I don't really, oh, he blocked me from seeing his stories. So he blocked me from his stories, but he wants to come st- watch my stories as often as possible. And but then... Knowing that he's watching, like... No, do I don't like, do anything. All right, all right. I don't do anything. All right. Oh. Nope, not even a little. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not into him. Like, I'm not... Not in that way for me personally. I feel like that, like the romantic way I used to feel about. I mean, I care about him. I would never want nothing to happen to him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not into him romantically by any means. Um, we actually just ran into each other again. By faith. Um, no, we ran, we were both <laughs> at a movie screening recently for a film, and I actually went out with my roommate, a guy roommate of mine who has a girlfriend. I'm not dating him. Um, and my roommate is white. And so we're out at this, we went to the screen in recently about, it's about a month ago now. And after the movie screen, we went to the IPIC on Fulton street. Mm-hmm. So screen in my room, I take him upstairs so he could see the bar area. Cause he had never been here. So I'm like, Oh yeah, look, look, you know, this is, this is how this theater is. It's really dope or whatever. As he's taking pictures of this whole thing, I look over and I see Cameron. Now, Cameron, I, you know, we're in, I'm in a real, real different place now. So I go, oh, hey, how are you doing? He was like, oh, hey. And right away, he was like, he had like an anxiousness about him that I thought was super weird, but I didn't think much of it. So then as I'm starting to talk to him, I see the corner, I see him look fast to his like right. Mm-hmm. And I see a girl walk over and she starts coming over and he go, you know, <laughs> he's like this is such and such. And I was like. Oh, but he didn't introduce her as his girlfriend. He just said her name. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, I said, "Oh, okay, hi, I'm I'm Kay," and she like kind of gave me like this. She was like very standoffish with me. She just wasn't looking like she wanted to really know who I was. Like right away, she looked like I was a problem. That's, and that's then, her then, issue. She should be right. Con- she should so, be more confident in herself. Right, because I would have walked up like, "Oh, hey, yes, I'm his girlfriend." Mm-hmm. Let it be so, known. Um, she looked over again and said, what's your name again? <laughs> and I shook her. I was like, I'm Kay. And so um, then I turned over and I, obviously I'm going to introduce him to my roommate because I'm not going to be rude. My roommate was like maybe like three feet away. So I was like, oh, and this is my roommate, Austin. And I had my roommate. Sorry. He was like, your roommate. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, he, I didn't know if he did it like that because he was jealous or because he was white. My, Right. But you know, like I said, Cameron has known to be a very jealous guy in the past. Yeah. She didn't know the whole the, the tone was completely off. I was like, 
wow and that's wow you really snapped your neck snap back when you said it like that like whoa so then he then when my roommate came over brushed my roommate off hmm. like my roommate tried to shake his hand and he shook it but he didn't look him in the eye and yeah it was just a weird interaction so apparently now he has a girlfriend yeah and i don't know but he's still acting uh real shaky and y'all still speak here and there i mean if i see him i'm not gonna not not, that's the thing i've gotten far in my 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 uh my healing process because it's that's been one of the most toxic and draining situations i've ever been in in life Mm -hmm. um it's definitely something that i look back on and i'm I'm not regretful because I learned a lot, but I'm definitely like, you know, wasn't proud of everything that I, I, I went through in that situation. And, you know, um, I'm happy I know better now. But, yeah, I think he's a troubled person and certain things that I didn't bring up out of respect for him that are now a topic for him. But, um, um, yeah, I think he's a troubled human being. Actually, I, I actually don't believe in his new relationship, um, to be honest with you. <laughs> but if. If he loves it, if he likes it, I love it. But what I've learned from it was that, you know, relationships are give and take too. Yeah, and yeah. every it's a situationship, a friendship, a romantic relationship, family. If you're not, if you're constantly giving and not getting anything, then that's a red flag. Nice. Um, if a person wants to be super private to the point where you never go anywhere, that's a red flag. Um, you know, he was just always very toxic, in my opinion. And he was jealous. He would snap about certain things or certain people. I remember one time I po- posted a picture of Michael B. Jordan, and he texted me about it. He said uh, he lying. said something. I swear to God, I'm not. Lying. He texted me in a very passive aggressive way and was like, um, he said something like a, a a joke in my DM. I'm in mean, my text message about Michael. I was like, what? Why do oh my you think God, that? Uh, one, he's a cancer, and two. <laughs> I don't know. I actually, to this day, I still don't know why. Because I also didn't know why he kind of yoked his neck like that when I said that, that my guy, my roommate was a guy. I think he's used to me having girl roommates. So when I said my roommate, he was like, yeah, your roommate. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, it, I was like, is he still jealous? Like, that's weird. You're in front of your whole girlfriend. Bye. Right, so, right. um, so I don't, I don't really know. I, you know, I just know that I'm a better person outside of that situation. And I think that he's troubled in that, you know, Hopefully he's better life and he's happy. And I think I've definitely still, you know, I've learned from the last situation. I was just in mm-hmm. two more stuff and, you know, but I think that I learned the most values about my, like, you know, most things that I need to learn from that situation because I was treated, I feel like so poorly. Um, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think I thought like surface was like more and it wasn't, it was very surface it was very mediocre. It was so corny. Um, the whole situation. To this day, all the people in my life can't stand this man. Wow. To this day. What you think? Um, to this, yeah. What What you think he would say about you? Um, I think he would just project. <laughs> <laughs> say I'm confused. I'm this. I'm that. I think he would say I'm emotional, which I am. Um, you can't insult things that I know about myself. So that's that's just a no. Um, I don't. Really I don't know what he would like. I'm not sure. I know he he's very witty, and he's very much like um, he's a fake confidence to him. So he might try to like put off like he's more mature than he is, and you know, and and I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but 
you know, I don't really know. And I actually don't care. I think I stopped caring a while ago what he thought of me. Mm-hmm. Really? You know, that's like, a lot of growth. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think I had the patience or the time to be like, oh, what do you think of me now? But mm-hmm. I think if I thought something to him, oh, he would want to know. Yeah. He cares a lot what people think about him. Yeah, that ain't cool. Yeah. Now, now, you think you're fully healed from that situation? Oh. Like 100%? No. You're not? And what what steps are you taking to be fully healed from that? Um, I mean, I'm not gravitating towards him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not over here trying to, you know, be in this space or talk to him much or whatever. Like, if I've seen him, obviously, I'm, you're not going to be rude. Um, but I think now I'm just in a place when I, when I say sincerely, like, I was talking to somebody and that person still means a whole lot to me. I mean, this is after that Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, and that person really means a whole lot to me to this day right now but i think outside of that one situation like like with him i don't necessarily need or want a man right now um and even with that like i'm not talking to him right now like i'm i'm just i'm just with myself i think i became more self-indulgent and kind of selfish with my space my space and my time and myself Mm -hmm. Um, and so like at this point like now i have no desire i don't feel the need for a man anymore like i used to need like feel like i wanted or i needed that but i don't feel like i need that anymore i feel so com- com- uh, complete with myself and i think that that's something that i was a goal that i was trying to reach was just feeling whole and i'm still trying to get to that place yeah and also walking away from things earlier on when i see that it's not working and not holding on i'm known to hold that's on that's important yeah that's important holding on to people past their expiration date so yeah you know now i'm kind of like all right gotta go all right that's good so in today's where you at today there's nobody like hitting you up and you're like "Mm," i may try to give them a chance later on when i'm like good no nobody Mm -mm. man i know i sound tough but it's not even i'm just really particular about the men that i like and what kind of men do you like let's let's get there um, at this point in my life, you have to be a man of faith. Like you gotta have some. Your own I mean, Cameron, he said it was about faith. <laughs> every time you met him, it was it was faith. He said fate, not faith. Oh, yeah, not fate, faith. fate. I was about to say, not faith. He, nah, he was not. A, I, I don't believe him to have a strong, real relationship with God. I feel like he is. He needs to investigate that more. Maybe that'll help him out. <laughs> yeah, that's big for me. It's like a man that has his, you know has his own relationship with God and that's a very secure, strong relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who is, I like creative men. I like men who, yes, you can be in the corporate space, IT, whatever, whatever you need to do, but I like you to also have like that good old creative thing. Cause that means like we can, we can relate in some way and talk and have yeah, that desire. Yeah. Um, I like a person who has patience um, and who's not, who doesn't feel like he's, he knows it all. I want somebody who can still learn and, mm-hmm. um, be okay with like not being perfect or and i don't like pride i've just recently learned that um pride is like it's such a turnoff to me now when you got so much pride that you don't know how to just you know be open and 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 put your ego down um I, yeah I, I struggle with that for a long time and yeah i would say a lot of people do that don't really recognize that they do they just prideful i don't like people who treat everybody around them like they're disposable um, yeah, I, I, I think working on things and being patient with certain people are is definitely worth, it, especially when somebody does nothing but show you love and respect. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I think. Oh, and physical, I'm definitely into taller men. Like I'm four eleven, but mean, I like short as hell. But I say, <laughs> I only like men that I truly, and it's sad, but I ain't gonna lie. I only like men that's like six foot and up. I ain't really in. Cameron was sh- not six foot. He was like five ten, five eleven. He's like the shortest. Yeah. Um, I like six foot and up, and I like. Yeah, I like that, but. Yeah, for the most part, I like, you know, like a man that's really, like, he got his own shit. Oh, also, another big thing for me is independence. I don't mm. like, are so, I believe in being family oriented and being close to your family, but I don't believe people should use people around them as their crutch. I mm-hmm. think that, like, when a man that's already one had his own apartment, he went out on his own in some way, shape, or form. I know LA and New York and, you know, places like that are expensive, but. I don't necessarily like men who go from their mom's house to their girlfriend's house. Like, nah, you have to have had some sense of like identity prior to being with a woman. If you have no sense of self, like I don't like men who just walk around in their whole MO is just to be whatever their girlfriend need. Like, nah, who are you in this world? Mm-hmm. Like, how would you your apartment? Like, how would you have your stuff together? So yeah, that's just the whole thing with me. Like I'm, you know, and I think it's I'm still redefining what I want in a man every day. I, you know, that's sometimes good. yeah, that's good. Think, yeah, sometimes you think you want one thing and you realize, no, nah, I don't necessarily. I don't need that necessarily. <laughs> so, always forever changing, but certain things, the things I just said, mostly are like what they are. They're not, but just more things I'm learning that I want in a man every day. That's good. That's good. Now you already said what you learned from that past relationship and everything like that. Um, you have no regrets. It is what it is. You, you passed it. You still got to heal from it. Now, if somebody's going through something similar or a heartbreak or, or a breakup, what's your advice to them? You know, I feel like it's a so stereotypical and, and typical to say, oh, don't ignore the red flags. Mm-hmm. To be honest, most of us ignore red flags. Yeah. I think. You know, for me, one of the things that I'm learning with even with myself is, is trust your instinct, your gut feeling, and don't be afraid to see what else is out there. I think mm-hmm. that even if even if you do stay in a situation, allow yourself to still be available because when you close yourself off so much, you'll be missing out on other opportunities. I don't, again, I'm still working on letting go of things earlier on without letting it be like a big thing, mm-hmm. but I... Also, just learning that, like, don't be super available to people. Like, give them doses of you until they're ready to give you all of them. Like, don't take half until, you know, don't take half until they're ready to give you whole. Don't make your, don't make yourself 1,000% available to them. Mm. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. But a lot of women don't, for a man doing that, a lot of women don't like that. They feel like you should give more to prove that you want them or whatever like women are crazy that's how i've been thinking i feel like for me my core values when it comes to dating is i'm always about my person period Mm -hmm. i'm not i feel like i've been put in back-to-back situations where the man wants to have options and they want to be single for a while and and for me once i know i know like i know who i like like when I when I engage in a situation with you, there's ninety percent of it because I've seen myself. Like I haven't seen wedding bells, I haven't seen myself in <laughs> So I don't really need too much other stuff. Like for me, I'm invested. I'm in it. Um but Wait, hold on. I, do, you, do you feel like you're tricking yourself though? Like since you see all these things ahead of ahead of time, you don't feel like yeah, that's a yeah. 
it's the fairy tale mentality. I had yeah. actually just had a conversation with um at, at one of one of my good friends. We both kind of realized after we were roommates a couple years ago. I, we talked about just how I told her, you know, and, and also watching her helped me because I, you know, it was like a merit holding a merit to myself. I said, you know, I don't want to have that fairy tale mindset no more. Like, you know, we're taught as young women that the, the end goal is to be married to someone and to be a mom and this and that, but like if you focus so much on the end that you don't enjoy the process or recognize the journey, you'll, you'll just be, you'll stay in stuff past the mm-hmm. point where like, I think that like, I'm not saying that you can't like just one person, but I'm saying that like, be open to other things because that's clearly how everybody moving these days, you know, that's true. That's true. For our grandparents, it wasn't the same for even our parents. I think our generation is so gung ho on just like no, and it's because they feel like they they're they're exposed to so much that they know what else is out there. They want to just like have one foot in, one foot out, just in case. I'm tired of just in case. Like right. if you don't look at me and see it's see it all, I don't want that no more. Like I'm tired. Like you know, I'm still trying to work on finding my voice in, in relationships, but I can't say that I like to be in a compromising situation where I got to accept something that I don't want to accept either. Like that's, that's annoying. Um, and people should ask, stop asking people to do that. Stop, stop getting into things with people when you're not, you're not ready because if you want to be out here being single and, 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 and dating around and doing whatever, don't, don't, don't act, don't do relationship stuff with people. Mm. Don't do relationship oriented things with folks. And that to me is going consistently dating with a one person, um, staying with people like, you know, doing certain things with people. Um, I just think when you start dating consistently with people, you should be going into a path of really trying to see where y'all can go. Right. But right. If I, I believe that. Yeah. If you're going to see where things go with you and that person, but then on the side, you, you keeping your options open for 10 other women. I feel like for what? Hmm. when you get all it's just to me it's greedy yeah and even being planted where you are i feel like god gives us these gives us these these blessings and i feel like some people are such grass is green on the other side kind of people where they are never happy with what they got and right in front of them they always need to see what else is out there and if you if you are never happy where you are you're going to always be searching for more and i don't i don't want to live that life Hmm. i feel that that's good all right Kay. You, you, this has been a great episode. Like this, is the quarantine episodes. <laughs> I, have to do a, I have to do a few because yes. I used to do it at a restaurant, and they've been going through it. I, I called the owner yesterday. Like it's, it's, this thing is crazy. It sucks. It sucks through this time. What's happening? But you know, it's also going to be a lot of people. You gonna have. You might. You might have some more people on your show after this because I feel like people are getting back together right now. But then once this is over, honey, this summer. Hopefully, it's the summer. But. People are gonna be back to being single. <laughs> extra, honey, because and it's a lot of quarantine babies gonna be popping out too. Right, honey. people can't stop. They, yo, yeah. And it's um, a lot of like just sitting around thinking like, who can I, who can I manipulate right now? <laughs> who can I call and text? Who can I like? Who can I fuck up right now? Did you get any calls <laughs> from people that you haven't heard from? Uh, I actually did a couple a couple weeks ago, but. He wasn't. He claimed he was. He just t- texted me to check on me, but I was like, yeah. <laughs> he, te- he texted that one day, and then that was that. I'm not. 
he wasn't trying to like, oh, let me let me pull up because I went, the conversation didn't even get far enough. Yeah, I had um, I, I mean, I've had dudes in my DMs like trying to flirt, but I'm I'm not with it. Hmm. strict now. You should... All right. Well, I had you think about it for a while. What's the song that you like to dedicate to your ex? You put nothing, so now you have to. I know. Okay, so I was doing I was doing some research, and you know, I really love me some Neo. Neo is one of my favorite artists. He's so underrated, yeah. but I love him so much. And he has this song called "Go On, Girl." And so go instead, on, I know. Go on, yeah, I like that yeah. song. I like that song. And instead of it being "Go On, Girl," it's gonna be "Go On, Boy," because he said, um, <laughs> "Uh." I like when he said, I was a good guy. She was a bad girl. I'm thinking one girl. She thinking me, Earl James, and Jimmy. Oh, she had Yeah, I remember that. That song was, that song was popping. Yeah, it people, they give it enough credit. That song was it. That's what I'm saying. So he was thinking, I was thinking me, and he was thinking me, her, 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 her. So, yeah, no, that's why, you know, go on, do your thing, live your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, you need to make that your theme song for the show. Hell no, I can't do that. I get sued. <laughs> or they'll cut the whole episode. But I am making a playlist. I, I, it's, a, it's a playlist out now. I just haven't promoted it yet with all the songs that my guest shows. And it's a whole playlist. So I'm going to add this on to it. Okay. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. So and I, thank I, you for me on this uh, podcast. I'm excited. Guys, yes, yes. don't I'm be my, out here to wonder who Cameron is because I ain't never going to tell you Cameron know who Cameron is. <laughs> he's going to see it. If you promote this, he's going to see it. Uh-oh. If he's still watching your stories like that. Huh? I said, if he's still watching your stories and stuff like that, one promotion, he's going to know it's him. He can do that. I don't care. Maybe, it, that's, maybe that's the reflection he needs. He need yeah. Himself. Maybe he needs to see how he treated you and how you felt about it. That's that's, that's a good thing. Yep. There it goes. Guys, follow me too. Yes. At ky.hudgins, H-U-D-G-I-N-S. Talk to me. You know, I'm here. I'm around. Check out what I've been doing. You know, my YouTube channel is K-A-Y Hudgens. So just let me know. And fellas, if you want to see a thirst trap every week or two, or especially oh, when she oh, takes oh. trips, she's the perfect person to follow. I she, don't be doing it. <laughs> she knows oh. how to do it. She has all the perfect angles, all of that. Honey, <laughs> doing what I do on social media, I'm living my best. I ain't thought in the bathroom. I'm over here. Clink, clink. <laughs> That's good. But, all right, Kay. It was nice talking to you. You have enough food for this whole quarantine thing? So far. We're going to see how long it lasts. All right. Well, enjoy your day, the rest of your day. Promote your video that you just put out. It's nice. I got to check it out when I get off of this. Yeah. And we're out of here. All right. Thank you. Good talking to you. Bye. Right. Later.